Hello, this is Dan, just at the start of the episode to say this episode is sponsored by my comic book series Grey, which is currently funding on Kickstarter. The link is in the description, or you'll hear a bit more about it later in the episode. Hello, and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we re-watch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And for this episode, we watched Charlie's Angels, brackets 2000. Uh, I hadn't seen this before. What? What? Yeah, I might have like caught little bits of it, but I'd never. I don't think I'd probably seen this before. I am now so scared about what you're going to think. Because historically on this thing, we've learned that if you didn't watch these kinds of films when you were younger, they are awful to watch now. Before we get to what you, before we get you thought of, Helena, what do you think about this film? Love it. Saw it a lot as a kid. Fucking incredible, isn't it? It's so good. It's yeah, watched it so much as a kid. Had it on video. Had this one and like the uh, full throttle on video. Watched it all the time. Dan, you need to watch Charlie's Angel full throttle. It's just as great. It's better. We'll we'll it's we'll better. do the sequel. <laughs> it's better. Yeah, we ha- I'm gonna watch it anyway. It did really put me in the mood to actually watch the second one. A lot of the stuff I thought was in this one was in the <laughs> second one. I was a bit disappointed it didn't happen. But yeah, I love this film as a kid. This film was like my favorite film as a kid, <laughs> which I didn't never wanted to admit it because it's Charlie's Angel. I, I thought it was great. I liked, I'm i pretty sure we played, like, Charlie's Angels at school. Yeah. And, like, it, yeah, we, we watched it a lot. Everyone had, like, had great, great yeah. fun being spies. None of my friends liked it because they, well, none of my friends talked about it because they were boys. Dan, tentatively, what did you think about this film? Really good, but some glaring issues. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of things <laughs> did not age well. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have had a bingo card of how many different races they dress up as. Yep. Which is a so bit yeah, of... always. So it's the worst question you can ever ask a film. Was it blackface? Mm. Was it blackface? <laughs> was it yellow face? Was it Indian face? Was <laughs> was it the several of the time? Well, they um, never. They never. No, they never use makeup. Outwardly changed the color of their skin. They never like wore makeup to do it, or like made jokes about it. Yeah, it was yeah, always cover. Do you know what it was? Right, do you know what it was? It was when you dress up as someone in Hitman. Yeah. It, and you're just yeah. you, but in some different clothes. That's that's yeah. what it seemed to be. Apart from right at the start, where she was an Af- she was like dressed up as a sort of African... Yeah, she was in yeah. like a Mission Impossible style mask. Which, right. which th- th- so this is like the big thing about this film for me, is it's so over the top, yeah. because this whole film is ridiculous. This whole film is so ridiculous. It is so over the top and so incredibly 2000s yes. that it feels like a parody of itself. Yeah, I was going to say, is this actually supposed to be like satire or a parody? No. I don't, I th- or is it just a ridiculously over the top I think it's meant like, to 2000s be. action movie? I th- see, I think it's meant to be a bit of a parody because the director is the same person that made the Babysitter films. I think it's, 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 it's a bit parody. more self-aware. Like, yeah. it knows that it's preposterous, it knows that it's silly, it knows that the costumes it, are ridiculous. It's hitting but it's all of not, the tropes. Yeah, it, it's not satire. No. But it's, like, it's really swinging at the tropes and making them very obvious. Yeah. Like yeah, the spy... it, it plays into them very nicely. Yeah. And, like, right. yeah, it definitely didn't age well. And, yeah, hmm. to get, let's get, like, acknowledge all of the issues, because there are a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, the weird race-changing... Not really. one race changing. The other ones, it's like dressing up in 
clothes and kind of sort of just cult, just you know you you run of the mill cultural appropriation standard 2000s film cultural appropriation wearing geisha makeup it's nothing uh, it's not as bad as adam sandler no no in it it's again not the worst film from that time it feels like a parody of those films yeah. it's not yeah um, it really does like i i couldn't tell watching it if it if it was supposed to be the worst example is when they're dressed up in um like asian vaguely asian uniforms and it plays turning japanese in the background that's the yeah the worst i think that's the worst it gets to in like a yeah, oh, this was a the kind of mistake. belly dancing yeah. costumes were also not great yeah, yeah they weren't great they did also dress as men at, that, at one point as well yeah it's kind uh, of like they're breaking into the yeah but it's when they're undercover it's not yeah, but, but it, yeah. it happens when they're undercover um, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. There's. I did also didn't know going in if this was going to be more of like a female empowerment kind <laughs> of movie, but Swings it is middle, very much it? directed by a man. It is <laughs> like oh, it's, it, a, it's, it's a sexy female empowerment movie. It, yeah, but it's so obvious it feels like a joke. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> it's that weird kind of border, like, like the amount of times Lucy Liu swishes her hair. Yeah, and it but it feels like an in joke, and then you have. Um, Cameron Diaz playing a clever idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the trope of the clever idiot. And she dances, like, one of the first things you see her do is she dances uh, in her underwear in front of a camera, literally looking at her ass as she dances. Yeah. In the mirror. And it's kind of like, that's weird. Yeah. And then there's the <laughs> bit later where she's dancing. She's on a date and she gets invited to dance on a stage because she kind of, obviously, she looks quite pretty. Yeah. But she can't dance and for she Toffee. can't dance, yeah. And they're all, like, record scratch, this is bad. But then they all yeah. kind of get into it and she runs them around and then they start chanting, go white girl or like. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it is soul, it is soul train that she's at. Yeah. It's so bizarre and it's so weird. And yeah, a lot of it's really bad. And a lot of the, the representation of the three main characters, it's kind of like, oh, none of those are great representations of women. But also they kind of feel like jokes in themselves. It's so confusing. Yeah, they're, they're very kind of like. Built stereotypical i i wasn't entirely sure who was going to be in this so the the main three is cameron diaz lucy Liu, and drew barrymore yes. brilliantly and then... like so well cast for them yeah, as well definitely as like a, when like... you get past all the awful stuff very well cast so charlie's angels was originally um, 70s a tv show yeah, tv show yeah which is what i think where the theme comes the theme's music is the 70s from the 70s tv show yeah it reminds uh, also, me, it's kind of an American version of, uh, what did we have, Avenger, the Avengers? But not those Avengers. The other, the Avengers. The Avengers. <laughs> the ones that don't assemble. Also appearing in this movie, Joey from Friends. Oh yeah, yep. that, that I'd totally uh, forgotten about. dating Lucy Liu. Yeah, yep. in this. Uh, again, this film, he's an actor. Counts. He might genuinely just be the character of Joey. This and Friends could exist in the same universe uh, I don't and think nothing would change. Any of these characters are in... No, none of them are I don't are think any of these actors are in Friends at any point. <laughs> no. You get uh, Bill Murray is... I don't know any of the characters' names. I've just got actors written down. Bosley. Bill Murray. Bosley. Bosley, okay, yep. Uh, Sam Rockwell, he is the guy that's been kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting Tim Curry in it either. Yeah, Tim Curry's great in that. Oh, he's fantastic. He he meets a grisly end. He's introduced in a very Tarantino uh, style. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, My Uh, comment for that was just uh, foot fetish much? Yeah, 100%. There's also Marty McFly's dad as the Thin Man. Yeah, that Brilliant Thin Man. I mean, cast. and what a facial expression. Yeah, Thin Man's so I, good. 
actually saved a letterboxed review to to read out, which is um I'm 100% certain that Crispin Glover can actually do all that shit in real life, and that's why I would be fucking terrified if I ever saw him in the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, oh. he looked so like he was right. either about to cry or about to come, like, the mm. entire time he was on screen. Yeah. And they, they, never, they never lean one way or the other. It's he amazing. never quite gets there. I'm not quite sure who he is either. Like he's yeah, why, yeah, what's his man. job? What's he there for? He's he's there for a wire work fight scene. Ah, oh, the wire work fight scenes are incredible. Yes, I, I stand by like they're awful in terms of like fight scene. Awful. They're so yeah. cool and dynamic so and fun. fun. Like also just a fight scene to uh, the prodigy track "Smack My Bitch." Topped it the... <laughs> while they're having the fight scene. Next episode, the music in this film is. Incredible! Yeah, it's the soundtrack. Apart from that slaps. one scene where it plays in turning <laughs> Japanese, that was a weird choice. But the yeah. film, the music in this film, because it is it is pop music, it is rock music. It, and it, is it like feels like music. a real naughty, well, yeah, late nineties naughties time capsule, where they just yeah. played, they just got copyrights to every song and played twenty seconds of it. Yeah, and it, it does it so quickly. So the the film starts. You get we get an introduction to the three main characters. Yeah. Which is I don't remember any other names, but Natalie, um, Alex, and the other one. <laughs> yeah, Lucy Drew, Lou, Drew Barrymore, and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, so the first one we get introduced to Drew Barrymore, who is in a ship, in like a boat with a guy who calls himself Chad, the Chad. I think he calls his dick Chad. No, he just calls himself it. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she's. I feel like she, as like a character, she genuinely likes this guy, but she just kind of uses him throughout the film. Yeah, he's like, I think she Chad. she likes him, but she can tell it's not really going anywhere. Yeah, and he's like, was it when she leaves at the beginning? He's like, was it the was it the cooking? No, was it the breakfast? No, was it the chat? And she's like, it was maybe the chat. Because she gets and called he's... and like called in. Basically, we've got a job. Yeah, and that's how they're all brought in. So that's her, and then we get to Cameron Diaz. Yeah. In her house, she wakes. Well, she has a dream where she's. Dancing. Oh yeah, she she has a dream where she's dancing really well. And then she wakes up and she can't dance, and she's dancing half naked in front of a mirror, being really excited. And it feels like a parody. Yeah, she's wearing weird knickers as well. I know it's the noughties yeah. and like fashion rules are there to be broken, but yeah. yeah, they're like weird sort of boxer style briefs with like a Y front pouch for your willy. Yeah. And and, and then like handsome. loads of writing on the back. Yep. And then handsome delivery guy gives her a, gives her a package yeah and she's like you can just put it through my slot <laughs> yep she's like accidentally flirting with him uh, which she can't flirt she's a fantastic spy but she can't flirt she doesn't she doesn't know how to like interact with people properly she's ditzy she's ditzy blonde yeah. she's intelligent idiot kind of stuff yeah trope um and then we get introduced to lucy lou's character who is uh girlfriend to matt leblanc yeah yeah, dating Joey from Friends. In, and yeah. he's in their trailer, in his trailer, because yeah. he's shooting, and they're, like, going through lines. And the same, tra- they do the same thing, like, three times mm. throughout the film, where they are, like, intensely talking to each other, the camera's really close, and it's like, holy shit, and it turns out they're just reading lines because he's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And she can't cook, that's her, like, other character trait. Yep. Uh, and she's a tech whiz and knows it, because, again, Asian character knows She knows how to defuse bombs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, she, her her cover is she's a, a bikini waxer. Yeah, and she kind of yeah. wants to tell him. 
Yeah, she wants. So yeah, in the office they get together, and she wants to because the relationship between the the Charlie's Angels is actually really sweet. Yeah, they all really like and support each other. Yeah, they really they're like they're like care. sisters. Um, she they throw uh, Lucy Lucy Lou's cakes. yeah Lucy Lou brings some cakes in that are not edible uh, by the looks of things. Weapons. They fling it at the wall and it gets stuck in the drywall. Yeah, and then we get introduced to Charlie, who is a random voice on a phone. Yep, and Fosley. He's... Is it Fosley or Bosley? Bosley. Bosley. Who is like the person that speaks to Charlie, who is like a bit of an idiot. Yeah, Bosley. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, not the a spy. Murray. Not yeah. a spy, just a guy. He's their, he's their handler. Yeah, he's just a dude. And yeah, that, oh, it's so good. This film's... What's, what's why? And then it introduces them as Charlie's Angels. And it goes through. There were three very different girls, and it gives like each a bit of their character. Where like Cameron Diaz is driving a car on its side and with like massive headgear. Yeah, Drew Barrymore's starting a fire. She's just smoking in the toilets. Yeah, Lucy Liu's like rich, playing <laughs> doing dressage. Yeah, uh, and what I love about that, and this is like the, throughout the entire film, there is pop music playing constantly. Yeah. And it changes so far. So each of those scenes, they're about 10 seconds each. And every time it is a different pop song. Yeah. This film has so many uh, record scratches to different songs. It's fucking incredible. And then when it finishes those three songs, it goes to a different song to introduce all of them. And then it stops. It does four songs in about 30 seconds. And I'm a big... I wish films did that more. Like, I didn't expect the, yeah, the amount of needle drops in this, but... It it's was great. Top tier. Yeah. And so they're told their mission is that Sam Rockwell has been kidnapped by a company because they want to steal his technology. Yeah, he has a voice activated and yeah. he has voice analysts, which will essentially allow them to find anyone anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the CEO of the company was also there when it happened and Cameron Diaz is just jokingly like, oh, it was her then. And then she walks in and is yeah. like, well, you should end that there. Yeah, yeah, she was like, well, it, this should be very easy for you to, yeah. like, catch me then. And spoilers, yeah. she was right. Well, yeah. She was correct. It was a red herring. Though, if it was true. No, it would be, would be, wouldn't be, wouldn't have very the sure. twist. Yeah. We'd be wrapping up now. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember. I watched it earlier. So much happens in this film. And I don't mean story-wise. The story's pretty simple. Visually. Yeah. <laughs> so much so happens. So shall we do but... story... Just try and get the plot out of the way so we can yeah, talk about the like, scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the plot is the, uh, yeah, he's been kidnapped. They find him by chase. Like they, they, they get the information about where out of the bad guy. Well, who they assume is the bad guy. The his only enemy, this guy that owns technology that can that has like satellite technology, which is important because it comes up later. Yeah. Um. They like they notice that there's this um man that they find in a zoom and enhance scene mm-hmm. um, oh yeah the, the the most incredibly unrealistic scene in the whole movie yeah of just there's a reflection in a car windscreen zoom and enhance and it's a really good picture again yeah it just prints level. out like a crisp pho- this, like, yeah. photo of this, this. they call him like the creepy thin man yeah, yeah. and that's um, all he's ever called until and, i think the last minute of the second film yeah uh, this film um, has to be a satire, doesn't it? Like it has yeah. to be. Yeah. So they they chase him and he vanishes. In, they have a big fight, but he vanishes yeah. into like this kind of building, Weird. and they find instead the they have tech guy that they the, were. The best yeah. 
fucking fight scene in the film, and I yeah. genuinely believe that this is the best fight scene when they're fighting Creepy Thin Man. Yes, and he rips one some of their hair out and just it is, sniffs it. Yeah, it sniffs it and gives a weird look. Like I said, it, he always looks like he's about to come or about to cry. Yeah, he and is, in that scene, it's come. Um, but it is set to Magma Bedchop. <laughs> yeah, by the prodigy, and it, it gives it a, it just gives it a very surreal vibe. Anyway. And, Hectic <laughs> energy. So, and it's such like weird wire work where, and this happens a lot, where they just kind of jump kick and scream and then fly for a bit. Yes. <laughs> so they or, go back to Charlie and they're like, well, we got him back. Everything's great. And they're like, yeah, that's fantastic. But you've only done half a job because they've still got the technology of his that they yeah. stole. So they're like, okay, we've got to break in. So they, they work out how to break in. They break in. They get the technology, and then... Oh, be- before before they break in, they infiltrate a racetrack so uh, so they can, like, dress up as pit stop people and stuff, and then they're trying to steal, like, get into yep. the briefcase. Oh, yeah. yeah. You end up with Cameron Diaz and the thin man having a race around the car, <laughs> like, around the track. Mm. And then and having a face-off on a bridge. Yep, obviously, because that's how F1 works. Like there's yeah. a there's, there's a cars huge can... pile up at one point, and then yep. they like just both drive directly at each other, and the Thin Man shoots into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. But that's never called back to again. Like mm. the multiple car accidents they caused by driving Formula. Yeah, because one, one of those cars like rolls so far, it and goes, like, that person, like... and it like the the front crumples. You're like, if there's yeah. a person in there, that person is dead. Dead. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like, um, so they break in, the... they get the technology, and then oh, oh um, one when of the, one of the angels getting the technology. That's the some of the best things in the entire film. I'm just trying to get the plot done, but I want to talk about the film. Okay, okay, okay. So they yeah they have to get the technology by going to they have to do like three different things. Yeah, they have to yeah. Get... So first they dress up as Indians, and then they dress up as Germans, and then <laughs> well they have to yeah they they have to scan. Like the eyes yeah. of every. Yeah, they need the retina and a full handprint. Yeah, yeah. of every single of like three. Of it's two people, isn't it? Two, yeah, two, two bosses. people. Because it's got that nuclear lock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they go into the office, and the Lucy Liu's fucking incredible in that scene. Yeah, when she's so in the, 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 the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a... yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first one's the sort of problematic one is where they're belly dancers at a club and yeah. like take a beer bottle that he's just been grasping to get his handprint. Yeah. And then the other dude, this is the most preposterous one. They're a sexy <laughs> umpa band. It's like yeah. what? Why? And then <laughs> you find dream. out why. It's because Bosley's got a retina scanner in the tuba. Yeah. I have no problem with that. And they just they take such a massive risk because they turn I think do they like was there a scene where they find out that he's got like an umpa band fetish or something? I don't know, because they're like, well, what does he like? And um, it's like, it says like they, they deliver it as a card, a card and it's like yeah. clearly addressed to someone else. And they're like, oh, it's not for them. Should we? And he's like, mm, don't, don't. His, fr- yeah, don't his friend's just like, yet. his friend's like, this clearly isn't for us. Each time. He's like, wait, 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 give it a minute. And like they're in Bavarian kind of yeah. <laughs> clothing, but it's all very short and sexy with their knickers showing. And yeah. They're, They're all putting on really bad German accents. <laughs> I just think, you know, honestly, Umpar Band's not very sexy. <laughs> no. It felt a bit forced. Skimpy outfit. And it was weird and it's great because it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, no, it cracks me up. Like, it's just so like, what? Oh, okay then. Yeah. And I guess they just decided that 
that was enough because it's made very apparent that they need the handprint and the retina scan of both people, but you only yeah. see them getting one of each. Well, no, which I, is thought fine. You, I thought it was the retina scan of one person and the handprint of the other. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, they make like a contact and a glove kind of thing. Yeah, because I was wondering how they were going to get the fingerprints of someone when they're dressed up as um, like a, a German band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we have the Lucy Lucy scene in the office where she's essentially a dominatrix. Yes, she's an office dom, and yeah. it's it's pretty hot. Like it's the leather, she's in like a really tight leather outfit, and it's like scrunching against her skin as she's walking down the road, uh, down the hallway. And she's just shouting. <laughs> And she's, like, really mean to Melissa McCarthy. And she just calls her a bitch. Yeah. Because, like, to be fair, she's got balls. That, like... Yeah. And she's just like, do you... Um, does anyone here have a suggestion? She's like, I'm here for office efficiency, like, the office efficiency supervisor yeah. or something. So they get them all like, into a lecture hall. Yeah. And she's just shouting, uh, the weird... Oh, but we're stifling and our, uh, our enemies are innovating. Does anyone have a suggestion? She like pushes that guy into her boobs, and it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like. But these guys are like falling in love. There's a sort of you know, it's pretty sad that they're like this is potentially the sexiest thing these tech developers have ever yeah. seen because it's, it's all programmers. What song is it set to? Because again, it's set to a perfect song. Uh, Barracuda by. That's no, that's not. that's when she's dancing. That's it? when she's still no. That's when she's walking through the office to start. Yeah, with. it's oh, okay. set to Barracuda. That kind of that whole scene. So I'm oh. getting Barracuda confused with um, Baby Got Back because of the Anaconda yeah. song. Yeah, but Baby Got Back <laughs> is also in this. Yes. That's yeah, what yeah. Cameron Diaz is Again, dancing to later. <laughs> it's only, like yeah. Barracuda's only it's only played for like twenty seconds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I say set to, I mean quickly cut through. Yeah, one of the other bits that they say so essentially to get into the so they're breaking into the mainframe, by the way. Because yeah. you have yeah. to break into the mainframe. Mm-hmm. Again, they're this like, is a Oh, parody. you have to be invisible and yep. so there's this white room and so she like cameron diaz is just dressed in a white suit and then gets to a giant dark room uh-huh. where it just stands out but the pressure plates only trigger if someone is on them for more than two and a half seconds mm-hmm. and it's like yeah even just yeah. walking normally is quicker than that yeah. <laughs> like, it's i guess wild. it depends on how big the pressure pads are we, we have watched i know it's we basically, have... it's a Mission Impossible parody, this bit. Yeah. This yeah. is full Mission have... Impossible parody. We have watched films that do this kind of shit seriously. Like, yeah. yeah. make these kind of comments seriously. This clearly isn't, she's dressed in a white condom. <laughs> Flipping down and then, the hallway. Yeah, flips through the hallway so she can land on the thing and Which, install the, cool, the like, bug into the mainframe. Something yes. genuinely cool that she does, though, because she, she, she has the two cards. She needs to press, like, the two... Th- she does one with her foot and one with her hand, I think. Yeah. It's quite she, sexy oh, arabesque kind of thing. It's so cool. It's so, like, zero... This film gives zero shits yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> about, like, looking stupid. It's just like, we're going to do it. Like, what if it looks stupid? Don't care. Going to do it. Yeah, like, they, they, like these, these very famous actors do look very stupid, like, multiple yeah. times during the film. Yeah. And like, it looks like they had an absolute blast making it. Oh, it looks so much fun. This film looks so much fun. And I, I think that, that like makes this film better because yeah. you can tell that they're all enjoying themselves. And that's kind of what you need in this kind of film. Yeah, I'm um, having a good time because they're having a good time. Yeah, and the plot is definitely secondary to, to all 100%. of that. 100%. It's like kind of kind of dumb plot. Doesn't really make much sense. But yeah, mm. so a bug is entered. Yeah. To get, they get the information from the company. 
Yeah, so while the bugs are, they then sort of go their own separate ways for a little bit to just sort of enjoy themselves. Yeah, because they, they um, think it's kind they're... of over. Yeah, they're, they're waiting the... for it to scan to show whether or not it actually has this technology that they, they've they s- supposedly stolen. Did yeah. we do the party with Bosley? Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. I think because I was great... trying to talk about the plot, yeah. That's a great Yeah, that was scene. a bit further, yeah. Yeah, because that, that's on. where Cameron Diaz meets the barman who she ends up flirting with. Yeah, yeah, badly. And so they have a date later on, aka the bit we were about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and you have something that, like, get, you just... Cameron yeah, they make Bosley go as like this, like I don't know, sugar daddy kind of character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's Big got shot. the um, like the radio, the, yeah, thing that's he's got the radio teeth. Yeah, that's Yeah. So he keeps on standing with his mouth open because he thinks that will help. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just uh, like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's the classic trope of like the um handler or inside like yeah, chairman agent to having do. to go into the field for the first time. It's mm. great, and yeah. yeah, he meets with. Tim Curry, who's just like expert business, owns the company that stole, quote unquote, stole the the stuff. Um, and he's like, did they get caught up in like a male, a, a dick length it, contest? Yeah, it's a dick size contest where they just like daring each other to do more and more things, and it's brilliant. Yeah, because it's first like eating sushi that may like may or not be poisonous because it's pufferfish. Yeah, fish. blowfish, isn't it? Yeah, a blowfish, blowfish. Yeah. And then it's like they it cuts to them sumo wrestling in suit. Yeah. yeah. And the tooth radio gets damaged. Yes. So, like, um, he's got the really serious kind of what looks like quite quite serious sumo drummers. Yeah. And then it pans out, and they're in those comical, like, inflatable sumo suits that you can get other. at carnivals and stuff. Yeah. Just running into each other. Yeah. Cameron Diaz gets advice from Lucy Liu to how to flirt, which is flip your goddamn hair. Yes, because that's all <laughs> Lucy Liu really knows how to do. That's all she needs in this film. That's all she goddamn needs. And she flip, Cameron Diaz flips her hair, and the the bartender loses it. The bartender yeah. immediately falls in love. Yeah, he it was works. like he was on the cusp before, and that really it does it like the weird the zoom in and the love music plays. Yeah, it's wild because she's like really bad at flirting. Yeah, she's all she can't talk when she's with people that she likes, and they go on a date. This episode is currently sponsored by Grey Issue 4, which is a comic book series that I've written and is currently funding on Kickstarter. It's the story of an ex-undercover cop back from the dead to take down the mob he was infiltrating. Oh, and he's made of concrete. You can read the previous issues digitally before backing too, so you know what you're getting into. You can back and get digital or physical copies, posters, sketch cards of yourself, original artwork, and you could even be drawn into the comic. It's funding until the 2nd of October, so check it out with the link in the description. Yeah, so from so from here, like, yeah, Cameron Diaz goes on a date with the barman. Drew Barrymore is, like, staying with Sam Rockwell, because she really fancies him as well. Yeah. And yes. Lucy yeah, is he's back like... with Joey from Friends. Well, because she wants to leave. Um, Drew Barrymore wants to leave, and he's like, oh, stay. I shake, you bake, kind of flirty awkward yeah nerd he's like flirting. you stay that stay the night yeah they're and like play Bos- scrabble bosley bosley is meeting up with vivian who's the ceo of the tech company well vivian well. just turns up at his house yeah 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 uh, and he, he she he keeps calling him mrs vivian. and she is uh unfortunately <laughs> very sexually aggressive yes in a leather outfit because it was the 2000s so it, it's a pleather that's outfit. what's sexy yep chafing <laughs> Exactly. It worked for Velma, it'll work for all of us. 
<laughs> it works. It works for Lucy Liu. I'm not convinced yeah, it works for. for um, actually, I don't remember her name. Shockingly. Uh, but yeah, so they go. Se- they go their separate ways. Yeah, um, this, this is where Cameron Diaz is is uh, dancing on stage. Um, brilliant. She gets invited to dance on the stage. Yeah. She can't dance, and yeah, eventually because she's having fun. Eventually, everyone's like, "Yeah, let's, let's dance," let's and they start it. like, "Go, white girl, go!" Yeah, and yeah. um, the bartender that she's on a date with is like terrified of these big bouncers. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like trying to make conversation with them, and they're just blanking him. Yeah, because they and think yeah, her she... dancing shit, and he's like, "She's pretty good, huh? She's pretty good. Brilliant. I think she's what pretty is... good." And they're just not saying anything. What's Lucy Liu doing at this point? Uh, she's... she's trying to cook for joey from friends that uh, because the is this the bit where the scene that he's filming he's like talking to a girl at a restaurant but you yes. see it from the back and it's then that, she gets shot that fucking joke again yeah. where it's like yeah <laughs> trying to make you believe that that's lucy lou yeah because he's trying to get you to think that he's gonna propose to lucy yeah. lou and he's not but yeah. she's actually cool. trying to make a souffle and it's going really well until some bad guys show up and shoot up the entire yes. um caravan the... and then she looks down at the souffle just deflates and she's like yeah. ah <laughs> solid part of the film and like genuinely difficult to do they intercut three fight three like two fight scenes together yeah because they yeah. intercut cameron diaz gets caught in the in the bar in the bar bathroom has to fight some guys can't remember yeah. what music it's set to but it's definitely set to a pop song <laughs> <laughs> and lucy lou is getting yeah, uh, she's getting shot, shot at. Yeah, and she's meanwhile Drew thing. Barrymore is just is sleeping what... with Sam Rockwell. Do be fucking yeah, because yeah. uh... she her character is a very sex positive character. Yeah, like not not afraid to yeah. To show Drew, Barry, char- Drew Barrymore's character is like the wild one. Yeah. yeah, she she is DTF. She falls in love with the bad guy is kind of the thing. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, for a movie that's twenty-two years old, yeah, and we're literally just about to talk about it because you learn from the person that attacked Cameron Diaz yeah. that they were sent by Sam Rockwell, by Vivian, yeah, and Vivian, yeah. They're trying to kill everyone, and she gets a phone call to be like, "Oh God, where are you?" And Drew Barrymore's at his house, yeah, and then she gets shot out the window. Starts, I so the the evil turn, the the villainization of Sam Rockwell's character, I love that. Yeah, he I went from like like he was really nice nerdy. and nerdy to really sickeningly like yeah. megalomaniac kind of. How how fucking villainous of it in a film that has nothing but uh, but like pin drop of like random music playing that's completely non diegetic. Like they can't hear it ninety percent mm-hmm. of the time, but it's pop music. And then it cuts to him singing. Uh, like it cuts to them, and he's turned bad. And it's really off putting that he's singing slightly out of time. Yeah. Like, there's something really villainous about someone singing just slightly out of time with the music. Yeah, he's super creepy. It's really he's upsetting. Really creepy. And, like, she feels so used. Yeah. Obviously. And he talks about how they're all... And he's with the Vivian. Yeah. And the, the thin Vivian. man who has survived. <laughs> the yes. thin man who is still there. I guess he's just their, like, head crony. Yeah. Well, the plan is... His plan is to use the voice detection device to search for Bosley. To search yeah. for... So he needed the... Search for Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. He, yeah, he needed the um, satellites from the other company. So it was all um, a... It was all a... Um, all a ploy, because he wants to kill ploy. Charlie because Charlie he, was involved in his dad dying or something. He believes his Charlie was the person that killed his dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he shoots her out of the window. <laughs> he shoots her... Well, he shoots her out of the window and she falls apparently to her death. 
it then cuts to the other two meeting up and being like, oh my god, what happened? I hope Drew Barrymore's okay. And then it cuts back to that. And in my, it, I remember that. It like that. reverses it, yeah. yeah. I remember the gap between it happening and it reversing was a lot hmm. longer. Hmm. That would have made memory. a lot more sense, really. Because <laughs> it, was, it was instant. It's so yeah. quick. And Terrified so me as a child. The yeah. bullet misses her. She falls out the window. She's hanging on naked by a towel. Falls down um, a lot of hills and mm. then is just completely naked while some kids are talking about whether or not they've seen boobs before. And then she's like covering herself and like knocks on the door to get help from them. And, yeah. and then rides their like dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing like really short jean shorts and yeah. a weird t-shirt. And then they get back to their headquarters and it explodes. Yep. Um, Bosley's and they learn Bosley's been kidnapped, and he's on a, an island somewhere because uh, Cameron is playing the stupid, idi- the yeah. intelligent idiot, knows exactly what they're at, and the birds sound like and knows exactly where they live. Yeah, and the the reason that he's been kidnapped is because he's the only one that Charlie normally calls. Yeah, throughout all of the TV show, he Bosley is the only one I think Charlie calls. Yeah, because yeah. the reason it gets violent, I think, is because they originally they thought that the the angels or Bosley was going to hand over the data, uh, yeah. the, like with all the access to the um, other company's mainframe, so that they could, and then they'd use it for, obviously for their nefarious purpose without having the angels even know, yeah, but because they, they realise say... something's up, yeah, and like because they, they no, said, yeah. oh, it's not ethical, we can't give you that because um, yeah. you can't, you can't. They do, do their that. job, yeah, yeah, really, they do what they they do everything do. they're told to do, yeah. yeah. And so they discover that Sam Rockwell is in a classic bad guy lair. Yeah, like, which is a castle, which is a, a CG castle, castle. On the sea. On the uh, sea. And how are they going to get there by sea? It's <gasps> the Chad. It's the Chad with his butt. And they're, they're just immediately like getting ready to dive off the back because they're sick of him talking. Hmm. They're not sick of him talking. They're just wanting to go. And I, yeah. I like, my heart, my, my little, as we have discussed, shriveled black heart, wants to believe that Drew Barrymore character actually cares about the Chad. <laughs> I genuinely want to believe that because he's sweet. He's awkward, but he's sweet. Yeah, he's. I don't know. Yeah, if he probably the first thing he would I would change is I'd say please stop calling yourself he's the Chad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she jumps out. The when they dive into the water, she's like, "You definitely wasn't the Chad." And there's like hope in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get onto the beach and they do the sexy, wet, stripping down naked kind yep. of. Scene. Again, feels like a, it's weird. It feels really weird now. There's place. a lot of, I guess, if it was an anime, you'd call it fan service. Yeah, but it it feels like a, watching it now. It feels like a parody. Yeah, because it's like it's such an overdone trope. And then they maybe they this decide... is the one that started it. No, no. <laughs> yeah, so they break in. Drew Barrymore gets captured by Sam Rockwell. Well, they go different ways. They split. Lucy yeah. yeah. goes to the roof to disrupt the satellites. Yeah. Drew Barrymore goes She's to... She's going to find Bosley. Yeah. No, no. no D- Cameron Diaz is finding Bosley because she ends up fighting a bunch of people. Yeah. Drew Barrymore wants revenge. Yeah. And so know. she gets captured and then beats the shit out of a bunch of people all while tied to a chair. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Incredible. Uh, uh, to Song 2 by Blur, but I love the yeah. fact that they make the song stop when she's like, wait, hang on. This is how this is going to go out. Yeah. Isn't and it a different song? In. Isn't it? Doesn't it start with a different song and then she interrupts it and then? No, it's her? it's still it's, the, it dr- the, it's still the drum intro. Yeah. Oh, it's I thought the, it was the... a different song. That would have been incredible if it is like <laughs> we slipped in another one. No, that's just the drum intro that's happening, and then it's when they get back into it that 
the and then he hoops. pauses again at one point and comes back when she's still fighting them. Lucy Liu uh, ends up fighting the Thin Man. Yep, because he's back. Creepy man, not the yeah. Thin Man from The Conjuring. No, and she's uh, <laughs> it's the birds that kind of save the day because she's busy hacking. Yeah, yeah. he's about when... to stab her, and the birds like fuck. Uh, so they have. She gets a chain. Yeah, and it's genuinely yeah, he... like their fight is genuinely super violent. Like yeah, it looks like they like are it, hacking uh, and stabbing and yeah. Yeah, everyone else does fancy footwork. They're like trying to kill each other. Da- Cameron Diaz, I must call her Damron Kiaz. Cameron Diaz <laughs> uh, finds Bosley locked in his cage, and then she gets a phone call from the bartender and is like, "Hey." The reason they remember where Bosley is is because his tooth radio starts working yeah, again. Yeah, his tooth radio. Is <laughs> she's got. Fo- I love that scene. I love that that she gets a phone call. And she's just like, "Hey." How are you? Yeah, she's like she doesn't want him to think she doesn't like him, so she doesn't want to leave. But she's also being attacked a lot yeah. by that Vivian Wood lady. Well, she she fights off two guys first while still yeah. on the phone to him, and Bosley's like, "Could you call him back? Can you tell him you'll call him back?" Yeah, and then Vivian turns up and breaks the phone, and she's like, "How dare you? I was really getting on with him." Yeah, yeah. And they, then they fight. They end up outside, and the three of them end up fighting Vivian and the Thin Man at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah, because. Um, um, Drew has fought off, yeah. which the best, the most ludicrous wire work in the film happens in the oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore fight because there is a point <laughs> where she's in the air for like ten seconds, <laughs> just tied to a chair the whole like, time, standard, just floating in the air, kicking. It's incredible. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, those kicks where the foot she's got her leg out and it just travels across the room. It, oh, yeah, it, it's great. And yeah, then there's and a Sam really... Rockwell's there in a chopper and blows up the entire compound with a missile. <laughs> Well, that yeah, that's after Drew Barrymore chains the two together with mm. like a lasso one, and then just whips it around the other one. And yeah, then Sam Rockwell blows them up whilst searching for because uh, he's found Charlie on a beach somewhere. Yeah, and he's trying to—he's getting him to keep talking. Um, yeah, so he's, he can, he's like, pretending him. to be the nerdy tech guy still, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. like, um, yeah, Bosley will be back in a minute. The the all of the thinking about it, the scenes in the castle, it all felt like it was filmed. They just found places to film things. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't they didn't feel super planned. The lair isn't fantastic. It's not like he lives there, it's his house or anything. It just seems yeah. like a lair. Yeah. Which is hilarious because he is ultimately a tech guru. Yeah. Like not guru, like a tech guy. Yeah. Uh, Bill Bill they... Murray comes and rescues them in a Jeep and then they climb up they like fire as as wire into the helicopter so they can all climb up onto it as well. Yep. That is my favourite blooper actually, just at the end is uh, Lucy Lou fires the arrow. It's like an uh, and it, it just yeah just flops in her yeah. face. Which again, this film has amazing bloopers at the end. Yeah, I love a film with good bloopers at the end in the credits. And I, I imagine that was like a tenth of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, they climb up, have the fight on the plate on the helicopter. Yeah, they're fighting on it while Lucy Lou is trying to sabotage the missile. Yeah. While uh, Drew Barrymore just beats up <laughs> Sam Rockwell in the Having helicopter. A raw fight on the pl- on the helicopter. Yeah. The he he fires the missile, but. The way it's been sabotaged means that it essentially just loops back and yeah. they all manage to jump out and it blows up the helicopter. Yeah. Char- Charlie is saved. Uh, there, there's a last minute thing where they land and they're like, oh my God, that's Charlie's house and he's not there. Well, yeah, yeah. They get, they're really excited because they get to meet him and then he's not there. And you, yeah. you can tell he's just left because like the cigar's still smoking and there's like yeah. a full cup of coffee. And that that's kind of it. And then the, the music ends and we get... What's the end well, of the they, they go they go to a beach and they're yeah, all they're relaxing all... and having fun and yeah. they're talking to Charlie on the phone and Drew Barrymore realizes that he's actually watching them 
Yeah, but she like doesn't want to tell everyone because she wants to keep the secret. Yeah. And then, then it ends and we get the... the and then it uh, ends with all the small things by Blink-182 okay. while they're all dressed mm-hmm. up as uh, a mix between, I think, Green Day and the Spice Girls. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. They're <laughs> like, like the... considering all the costumes they had, like they chose these really bad, cheap, nasty wigs for them to mm. wear. Yeah, just like really over the top. Oh, uh, that was clearly like whatever was left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just fun. Like, yeah, yeah. this film's so fun. Yeah. Bit. And it ends on a high note. Great, great soundtrack. Maybe, maybe the best soundtrack because there is about a hundred songs. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and they're bangers. And they all ninety percent, ninety nine percent of them fit. There's that one. It's the little uh, bit. Uh, yeah, but that's like well, that's the emotion you need to understand whilst watching this era of film. Is that uh, there's at least one uh, scene, as far as I can remember, no homophobic or transphobic jokes. No. No. Which is impressive. Which, yeah, it's impressive for a 2000s film. Tick. Yeah. Well like, other stuff. Um, but and like, like the costume, like, it is never explained why it's a an African man. No, it's just like someone that that person was meeting on the plane. So the yeah. film, we just skipped over it. The film starts with uh, two people meeting on a plane. Uh, and then they just jump out of the plane. Yeah, he like, he like throws one of them out the, the throat, like yeah, grabs him and throws... Yeah, because yeah. he's like, who, where's the bomb? He's like, I am the bomb. And he goes, so they just jump out of the plane. Uh, and it turns out it is Drew Barrymore in... In a costume. In a suit. With including like a voice lowerer. Yep. Okay. It, does, it doesn't need to explain it. No, exactly. It's, it's just... It's dumb. Yeah. It's but dumb it's, it's not like... They're not wearing that costume for like a plot point that makes it feel racist or like it's... No. No, it's just like... It it's just weird. Yeah, this is really yeah. bizarre choice. The other thing that makes it feel like a parody is that this is just not long after Mission Impossible 2 came out, and Mission Impossible 2 is the one with all the masks and everything. Oh, is yeah. it? Oh. Like, uh, I'm sure there's quite a this... lot of mask work in the second one. This film just has to be satire, right? Like, it's, it just, it's got to be. Like, it has to be. It's too, like, on the nose of ever. It's too, like, it leans into too many of the tropes to not to not be. Yeah. I don't know. Watch this film. It is it is yeah. maybe one of the most just outright it's a romp. fun. It's a proper like fun films I've yeah. ever seen. So so did it. So I'm guessing it held up for you guys then. Oh like, yeah, to your memories of it. Yeah, I really like, enjoyed watching it. Once you like deal, well, like we are we are experts at dealing with the feeling of watching films from this era. Once you get over that, it's it's genuinely one of the funnest films I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's not it, good. It is... <laughs> the plot mess. is the plot is meh. Um, and the but the act and the acting is campy as hell, utter maximalism. Um, but it's it's a good time. It really is. Yeah. And Charlie Angel Full Throttle, just as good. Haven't <sighs> seen the latest one. Don't oh really yeah, it's, if it's if it's not Drew Barrymore, if it, like as far as I'm concerned, they are Charlie's Angels. Everyone well, else can. It also just dick. looked like it took itself too seriously. And the uh, my mum watched a few episodes don't. of it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes of Charlie's Angels, but. The latest film that came out and didn't do well, it looks like it took itself too seriously. Ah. And you can't do that with, like, stupid spy movie. It's very hard for spy movies to take themselves seriously at the best of times. Yeah. I think that's Even... why Mission Impossible works quite well, because it, it does have a lot of comedy in it. It's a bit tongue-in-cheek. So, I think we out, know. Out, out of ten. Why out of ten? An, uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Charlie's Angels. 
one of okay. them there was a horrific accident. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven. Seven fight scenes set to smack my bitch up by the prodigy. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I've, I've got to give it yeah eight unnecessary costumes that yeah. were brilliant. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to give this uh, seven cigarettes absolutely inhaled by Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, seven and a half uh, minutes of Lucy Liu in that outfit <laughs> <laughs> doing that because. Like, that got me. (laughs) (laughs) And it works. I mean, every single person in that building is watching her at that point. 100%. Oh, man. Pretty high score all around, then, is what we've got got for this one. But I don't think you can't. This was a good one. It's wild. It is a mess. It is brilliant. (laughs) I would watch this film. (laughs) I can't believe it's 22 years old. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is pretty mad, isn't it? This is this is older than the last Drew Barrymore movie we watched because Fifty First Dates was like two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, and this didn't do anywhere yeah. near as well. This film is just the ep- epitome of the films that we talk about, and it is it's so good. At, like, just the heart of it is is when people say they don't make films like this anymore, they don't make films like this anymore, and it is sad. And it is rare for ones to genuinely hold up to the nostalgia as well. Yeah, like, so just throw shit at the wall and like make sure everything sticks and do it yeah. all. Man, yeah. this was a breath of fresh air to watch this film. <laughs> no, it was a good time. Oh, man. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I guess with that, I've been Dan. I have been Michael. And I've been Helena. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at HiltonPod. That's at H-I-L-T-M-Pod. Uh, we're also on Discord. You can let us know how you liked the movie. And you can find us on Patreon as well. Uh, what are we going to do on the Patreon this time? So we're going to use all the money that you get to buy every single person a copy of this film on both <laughs> Blu-ray and DVD. I thought you were going to say a costume. Oh, no. Um, so <laughs> what we're gonna, what we're actually going to do with it is we're going to fund... We're going to become... <laughs> we're going to find someone, a Charlie... Yeah. And the boss. Well, isn't Charlie in this actually just like a millionaire that funds them? So we yeah. could use the money to fund actual Drew Barrymore, no, 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 Cameron no, no, Diaz, no, 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 and Lucy no, no, Liu. No, no. To be, no, I want to be. I want to be an Charlie's angel. angel. Okay, we'll be the we angels, and the patrons can tell us what to do. Yes, perfect. <laughs> We're going to change our Patreon. <laughs> we are going to become into. You need. A, you need spies. PIs that are not subtle but are sexy. <laughs> we get to wear cool outfits. So many costumes. Um, oh, I'll get the tuba get... out. We can do sexy yumper. <laughs> we promise not to do blackface, though. No, we won't. We won't do that. Um, we have to find a creepy thin man to fight. He's gonna rip out someone's hair. Uh, that we're gonna yeah we're gonna fund ourselves to do this film, and you're. <laughs> You Patreons are going to be our Charlie. We'll find a Bosley. That's yeah, the tweet plan. at us at Hilton Pod if you want to be our Bosley. See, be our Bosley. We're looking <laughs> yes. for a Bosley. Hashtag be our Bosley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of our Patreons, I would like to thank one of our Patreons uh, in this episode. Our Patreon is Jordan, uh, who Ooh. has been supporting us from the start. Yeah. Um, our patrons can suggest movies that they are nostalgic for. And now and... spy missions. And spy missions. And spy missions. 
The movie that Jordan suge- uh, said he's nostalgic for is one called Star Kid from 1997, and I have never heard of this before in my entire life. Not at all. Not, <laughs> Not a clue. Not I think clue. it was like some sort of straight to TV or straight to DVD thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's excellent. No idea. Um, but yeah, if you support our Patreon as well as Spy Missions, it does actually help keep the show going. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. No, and thank you, and congratulations. Yeah, he did just have a child, actually. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what that was for then. <laughs> congratulations, well, congratulations on supporting our show. <laughs> That's what I was like, what? That's weird. Uh, that makes more sense. Um, uh, it's really difficult to wrap it up now we've introduced this whole Patreon planking thing, isn't it? No, no, but yeah, helping support our Patreon really helps us make this better. And yeah. we are going to start giving it is again under construction we are moving forward and changing the patreon so stick around watch listen more to stuff, this space better stuff um and we're going to start putting out more interesting things which if you have any suggestions of what you'd want to see on the patreon let us know not because we're we don't have ideas we have ideas i promise Shh, we're not oh, scalping we please please <laughs> uh, anything um, we'll do anything This episode is currently sponsored by Grey Issue 4, which is a comic book series that I've written and is currently funding on Kickstarter. It's the story of an ex-undercover cop back from the dead to take down the mob he was infiltrating. Oh, and he's made of concrete. You can read the previous issues digitally before backing too, so you know what you're getting into. You can back and get digital or physical copies, posters, sketch cards of yourself, original artwork, and you could even be drawn into the comic. It's funding until the 2nd of October, so check it out with the link in the description.